to the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the privilege to share your word tonight. I thank you for the individual watching right now. I thank you for joining them to watch this program tonight. I pray that you bless them, Father God, and I ask that you open our hearts to heed your word, open our ears, to hear your word, open our minds, to understand your word. Give us the wisdom to apply your word into our lives. Thank you that nothing will hold us back, inhibit, or prevent us from understanding and applying your word tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome to While You're a Single TV. First and foremost, I want to say happy Valentine's Day. My name is OJ Tokes, and I'm honored and I'm glad that you joined the program today. And I thank you for sharing this with your friends. You can send them a text real quick to let them know that while you're a single is going on right now. Thank you for joining the program. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you had a wonderful day. If you did not, my heart goes out to you. Be encouraged. The best is yet to come for you. God said has a plan for you regardless of what you experienced or may not have experienced today, be encouraged. You are loved. God loves you very much. The road that people take in search of love is often marked with disappointments, with heartbreaks, and even rejection. I know that all too well because I remembered way back in uh, Christmas Eve of 1995. That was when I rededicated my life back to God. That was when I committed to serve God and allow Him to lead me and lead my life basically. Along the same lines, I felt like in addition to doing that eventually, I felt like I was gonna get married. I felt like marriage was in the cards for me. However, I didn't know who I was gonna marry. I didn't know what she looked like. I didn't know where she was, who she was, or how God was gonna connect us together. But I believed in my heart that God had somebody for me. I wanna encourage you with that as well, to believe so if that's your desire. Nevertheless, Around 2001, there was a lady that caught my attention. She was in my radar. Uh, I felt like she was the one. You know, she fit the biblical profile. Uh, She was a Christian. She loved God. At a distance, she looked like a kind-hearted person. Um, Not only did she attend church, she served in church. Um, She looked like the one. She talked like the one. She walked like the one, she smiled like the one, she smelled like the one, the dogs were barking that she was the one, the birds were singing she was the one, she was attractive, and I was feeling like, yeah, she probably is going to be her. Nevertheless, despite the way I was feeling about her, I needed to check uh, with God first. Uh, That's what I like to call Christian Relationships 101. Go to God first. Go to God first before you go to the person. Before you date somebody or try to get into a relationship, why don't you talk to God first about your plans? Let him know about it first. Check with him first. And if a lot of us did that, I'm sure we'll save ourselves a lot of trouble and heartbreak and disappointment. Nevertheless, 
I went to God first, and the essence of me approaching God first, the essence of my prayer to God about her was basically this. Listen, God, I don't have time to date somebody for a few years, a few months, a few weeks, a few days, a few hours, only to discover that they are not from me. I don't have time for that. I'm surprised that some people do have time for that, but me, Tokes, I don't have time for that. So, Lord, if she's the one, let your will be done. If she's not the one, let your will be done. In essence, I was basically saying, listen, Lord, if I approach her, she's the one that you have for me. Let her agree to go out with me. If she's not the one, let her not go out with me. That was basically what I was asking, you know. Now, I know I prayed that, but the truth is, deep down in my heart, I felt like I was already on the right track and I was just kind of covering my bases, but I really felt, you know, it was her. After the prayer, what was God's response? Nada. I didn't get a green light. I didn't get a red light either. By green light, I mean a prompting to go ahead. By red light, I mean a prompting to stop. I didn't get none of that. And you know what they say? No news is good news, right? So I approached the lady in question. I expressed myself to her, and I was right. She was the right one for another guy. She was the right one, just one problem. I wasn't the right one for her. She simply told me she was interested in some other guy. Yep, that's what she said. I took it on the chin. I kept my cool. I accepted it. No worries, no issues. I walked away with my head tucked between my tail, trying to wonder what just happened here. I really believed it was her. I was confused, I was disappointed, I was hurt. I was wondering, wow, that didn't go like I expected. And while I was wallowing my pain, a friend of mine called me up and asked me if I was gonna available, if I was available to speak at a true love weight seminar. And I'm thinking to myself, you gotta be kidding me. I just got rejected from being in a relationship. Now I'm getting a call to speak in a true love weight seminar. Despite my hurt, I believe that God did want me to speak at the event and God was setting me up. God was using what I was going through to begin to prepare me to minister at that event. Because around the same time, I felt like God was asking me questions like, Tokes, are you ready to be in a relationship? The answer was, no, I was not. And the next question was, okay, Tokes, what do you need to be doing while you are single to prepare yourself for marriage? That is where the phrase, while you are single, came from. While you are single. I'm sure you're going to agree with me that the best time to prepare for marriage is while you are single, not when you are married, because by that time it might be too late. You see, your lifestyle as a single person is a seed that will determine the harvest you will reap as a married person. In the words of Dr. Miles Monroe, who has spoken and contributed extensively to single adults all around the world, he said, a successful marriage is a product of two people being successfully single.
A successful marriage is a product of two people being successfully single. So while you are single, what do you need to be doing to prepare yourself for marriage? Which was the title of my message, While You Are Single. And of course, uh, what I thought was just a message then evolved into my first book, While You Are Single, and the ministry to single adults now. Nevertheless, two years after uh, the lady told me she was interested in some other guy, uh, I met another lady in question. I was wondering if, hey, maybe this this other lady might be the one for me. So again, Christian Relationships 101, I went to God first. And let me reiterate, go to God first. I know some people are tired of hearing the scripture, which simply says... Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything that you need will be added on to you. Unfortunately, some of us do the opposite. We seek first our needs and say that we're going to add God later. And a lot of times we may get our needs met as as it pertains to maybe a career or get into a relationship. But... Oftentimes, not only do we not add God, we actually subtract God. And in some cases, not only is God subtracted, the needs and the career that you fought so diligently for, uh, the things that you felt like you needed and you went after and you hustled to get, they get subtracted as well. Nevertheless, I went to God first before I approached the lady in question. And uh, in not so many words, I kind of felt like she blew me off. I'm sure she tried her best to let me down gently, but at the end of the day, I felt like she blew me off. Nevertheless, that's neither here nor there. Despite that disappointment, I felt inspired to write about rejection. I knew that although I was turned down again, although, you know, I didn't like it, God was answering my prayer again, and it was a good thing. But why is this a good thing? What is it about rejection that makes it a good thing? So I was inspired to write about rejection, and in the process, I began to do some research about rejection, and I discovered that a lot of people who are successful in life were rejected, were rebuffed, were refused, were overlooked, were passed over, were neglected, were turned down. And not only were they rejected, the rejection was the catalyst for their success. As I began to think more about it, I realized that my first book, While You Were Single, came about after the first girl turned me down. But that turning me down kind of turned me on to talk about being while while you were single in the book, of course. And this second lady that turned me down again turned me on to write about rejection. My second book, Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. So I want to encourage you. I don't know exactly how the day went for you. And if it went bad, be encouraged. I want to let you know that being rejected does not necessarily mean something is wrong with you. It usually means something or someone is wrong for you. Let me say that again. Being rejected does not necessarily mean something is wrong with you. It usually means something or someone is wrong for you. So basically, God is just using that rebuff to redirect you. Rejection is not a wall that blocks your path. It's an arrow 
that God uses it to direct your path. And that's exactly what he did for me with regards to those ladies. And there were subsequent ladies as well that experienced being rebuffed. But at the end of the day, God was really redirecting me to the lady to whom I'm happily married to now. So it eventually happened for me. And I'll address that, you know, as time goes on and while you're a single TV, but it eventually happened for me. It happened not when I wrote while you were single. It didn't happen even when I wrote Rejected for a Purpose. It happened years later, 18 years later, to be exact, 18 years after I rededicated my life to God. That's when I got married, 18 years later, but it's okay. Don't worry. Don't freak out. That's my timing. It's not going to take you 18 years, probably take you like 30. I'm just playing. I'm just kidding, right? It's probably more like 35. I'm just kidding. Don't don't take me seriously. Well, I hope it doesn't take that long. I'm just kidding. Relax. You know, nevertheless, everybody's timing is different, but eventually it happened for me. But like I said earlier, um, the road that people take to search for love is often marked with disappointments, heartbreaks, and rejection. And uh, we can see this in this couple I'm about to tell you about. You know, usually when I uh, draw insights from the Bible with regard to relationships, uh, more often than not, I focus on three couples. And uh, most of the literature I've read and things I've learned from other ministers and pastors and speakers that address relationships when they deal with couples in the Bible, uh, they also address uh, these three couples, more often than not, these three couples are the ones used to share insights with us. And they are Adam and Eve, Isaac and Rebecca, as well as Boaz and Ruth. Uh, nonetheless, the couple I want to talk to you about who had to, uh, in a sense, go through rejection to get together uh, are Moses and Zipporah. Yeah, Moses and Zipporah. We don't really hear uh, much about them in the context of how um, rejection had a role in bringing both of them together. And uh, the way that this happened is something that I'll tell you about next week, 9 p.m. Central, Thursday, uh, February the 21st, 9 p.m. Central. I'll be telling you how... (laughs) This couple went through the road of rejection to search for love per se. And uh, thank you for watching While You Were Single TV tonight. Thank you for sharing with your friends. If you're watching on Facebook, um, I encourage you to like so that when the next part two of the search for love shows up. It shows up on your page automatically. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, subscribe so that again, when part two is available, 9 p.m. Central uh, next week, it we might get an email about it or an automatic alert about it. Uh, uh, thank you for leaving your comments. Let me know you want me to be, to be longer or, uh, or, or this time is appropriate. Uh, and whatever comments you have, if this helped you uh, in any way. And thanks for sharing with other people as well, because I know you have friends that you talk about relationships all the time. You know who they are. You're thinking about them moving right now. Share this with them. It will help them. And I'm looking forward to um, talking to you. Next week, Thursday, same time, 9 p.m. Central, while you're single TV. Um, Before I leave and say goodnight to you, um, let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you for 
this individual watching right now, I thank you for um, what you have shared with them. I thank you that they have received it. Thank you that they are seeking first your kingdom and uh, your righteousness so that everything that you need will be added unto them eventually, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for being mindful of them, thinking about them, and letting your face shine on them. Be merciful and gracious toward them, Father God. Surround this individual with favor like a shield. Thanks for supplying all their need according to your riches and glory. Bless them, Lord, and uh, take good care of them and keep them, and uh, continue to use them in a great and mighty way. Thank you for answering this prayer, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.